Hello and welcome back to another episode of Biff Pal Bam, where we will be reviewing episode two of Moon Knight, Summon the Suit. And joining me as always is Josh. Evening. And Tony. Cool, blimey, governor. <laughs> Here we are again. Well, my, my first note for this one, well, my second note was, bruv. It's used quite a few times throughout this episode. Yeah, I should have gone, bruv. Yeah, I wrote it down. I just wrote bruv with a little smiley face with his tongue sticking out. Um, so, yeah. So, yep, we'll be reviewing episode two of Moon Knight, Someone in the Suit. Um, and let's dive straight in. Um, as I said, one of my first notes was bruv. Um, I just noted that again, great comedy from Isaac to open the episode. Um, he has some great moments right at the start. Um, and I did say it's seeing both Stephen and Mark on screen at the same time. Um, there's such a distinct difference yeah. in how Isaac plays it, completely yeah. different. It's, yeah. it's really interesting to see him play, play off himself. As yes. well, yeah, um, they are. It's, it's, it's taking the action, of course, uh, 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 aside. It's the line delivery, the forcefulness of it, yeah, the seriousness of it, yeah. And, and, he, and he also he also gives us that sort of pulling his hair out with Stephen element of it. You can just hear it in his voice. His, his yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I did note that there's quite a bit of exposition in the start of this episode. Um. It doesn't really go anywhere fast, does it? Um, mm. Not that that's a bad thing, because I think... Well, it's needed episode... for those of them that aren't really familiar with the character, really, yeah. isn't it? And I think the first episode was such a high pace. True. Learning yeah. about him and where it went. It went fairly quickly. Yeah, because um, yeah, the first episode is very much giving us the details we need about him, aren't they? And yeah. The second episode is right. We better get the the, the, the finer bits out of the way because we've only got six episodes to do it in. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and I did say I I really like the variety of where Mark is seen. So we get that scene where he's he reflects in the gun, mm, yeah, which I thought yeah. was really clever as well. Yeah, um, I really like that. Um, I did write down the chemistry between these two is really good. But I can't remember who the chemistry was between. <laughs> Why I didn't write that down, I don't know. Um, well, but I'm assuming one of them would have been Stephen. Um, I'm not sure who else it would have been. It might have been Concho, actually. Um, I thought the, the chemistry between the actors was quite good, I think. I mean, there, there's enough pairs to choose from. There's Stephen and Mark. There's Mark and Conchu. There's Stephen and Conchu. There's, yeah. There's, there's both of them and the wife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. It might, have, it might have been the wife. I don't know. It wouldn't have been that early, I don't think, though. Um, I said I'm, I, I'm really surprised at how much comedy there is throughout these first two episodes. Mm. Much more than I thought we were going to get. Um, it surprises me. And do you know what? I think the chemistry was between Oscar and um, Ethan. Because uh. um, early on we get quite a bit, don't we, between them in the in the museum. Um, the other thing I quite liked was the the POV camera that they've been using. 
throughout this. I know we saw a little bit of it in Hawkeye, didn't we? In the in the car chase. Um, yeah. But mm. I think with this, they're kind of using it as as you're within one of those personalities. So it's kind of giving you his view of of what's going on, uh, and I quite mm. like that that use uh, of the camera. Um, I did write, write down Stephen of the gift shop, um, <laughs> which I thought there's, there's some great lines throughout this, this episode. Um, and we'll get to my favourite one shortly. Um, I did say that it feels a little bit like Stepford Wives in, in his um, like commune or however you mm. want to put it. Um, everybody's kind of very like similar. There's, there's not much difference between anybody. Um, they're very chilled out, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, just uh, found that that strange. And I, I find Konshu really interesting throughout this this section of the, the episode as well, when he's kind mm. of talking to him. Um, and we're getting that fact that um, he already knows what's going to be said. Because at this point, we don't know it, but that he was the previous vessel for him yeah um and it's it's really quite fun to see it play out when you hear conscious say it and then he goes oh yeah it's, it's just told you that hasn't i mm. um and yeah. i find that really interesting between between the two of them that, that steven's kind of like what how does he know this um <laughs> and i really really like that and the, the whole canteen thing i find really strange as well because it just feels like a school cafeteria yeah. <laughs> in a place like that it just it feels really ridiculous in this great big cavernous building yeah um and there's this tiny little canteen area in the middle of it um i just thought was really strange it's like the reverse of a hogwarts dining room isn't it <laughs> yeah exactly it's tiny in this great big place um but we do get another great action sequence throughout this um that I, I love. They, they've had a couple of really, really great action sequences through these first episodes. Mm. Uh, and this is one of them. Um, and, and for me, do you know what? I love Mr. Knight. I think he's brilliant. It's a yeah. great difference. It's so different compared to, to Moon Knight. Um, and that costume is brilliant. I think a few people have been pissed off because it's not the comic one, isn't it, basically? Yeah. But, but I, I think it's clever because what they're doing, they're setting up effectively uh, just a mirror image reversal that belongs to each character of those two yeah. with their own suit. Yeah, and I love that. Um, and I said, I always love a good bit of miming. So he does a bit of miming to start with, doesn't he, when he's fighting the uh, the jackal that no one else can say. Yeah. I thought that was br brilliant. And then we yeah. get my, my favourite line of the whole series so far. Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. I am Stephen with a V. <laughs> it's just brilliant it's just just one of my favourite comedic moments throughout any of the MCU I just thought thought it was brilliant after he'd made that whole thing about him having a having a V in his name in the first episode to, to using it here um, we mentioned that Aaron playing off himself I love the scene with the Mr. Knight costume reflections as well yeah Mark is not impressed with that costume yes <laughs> so, and then then his wife turns around and goes that's a bit different. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, clearly it's quite different. Yeah. Um, and it's the fact that he rolls his sleeves up as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's, just, it's just like, why, why would you roll your sleeves up when you're in the middle of a fight? Just randomly, his sleeves are just rolled up. 
I think you would. Um, yeah. Um, and yeah, and then I have to say, I, I really like Moon Knight's style. It's so fluid. Mm. He's, he's like a bass jumper at times. Yeah. Um, just brilliant. The stuff on the rooftops. While the CGI, again, isn't wonderful, it's, it's certainly better than the first episode. Um, and yeah, that whole fight on the, on the rooftops is, is just brilliant. And now he kills the jackal. Um, yeah. is, is just, in fact, there's been a lot of comparisons to Batman. And in that moment, it feels like the tables have been turned because it feels very much like Bane breaking Batman's back. The way, mm. way he kills him. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that was my my thoughts on just him. And then we get the the Jurassic turn of, of Oscar Isaac at the end, um, where he he kind of realizes he hasn't got the scarab anymore, um, mm. and he um, and Mark realizes, and that's that's the difference. That's the first time we see Mark kind of break, um, and you realize that. Yeah, there's definitely some deeper problems there than just having two personalities. Um, but for me, that's that's all I wrote for the second episode. I still think it was just as good as the first one. Yeah, um, yeah, I just yeah, didn't I, write as much. Yeah, well, that, I'd say that's a good thing, though, that you didn't write as much because you were more interested in actually watching it than analysing yeah. it. Yeah, mm. definitely. It, it definitely kept me... With the whole thing of of Ethan Hawke, his character kind of drags me in a bit more this time because we get to see what he's about a bit more. Yeah, and, yeah. And learning a bit more about the split personality side of things. And it, just in general, it felt more a more solid episode, I would say, in terms of story yeah. than the first yeah. one did. That, the revelation that, that he's, he's Mark Stroke Stevens' predecessor, because I did not yeah. see that coming. Yeah, and, and that's gonna it, it informs on what we're gonna see going forward from here with that character a yeah. bit. Yeah, definitely. And I, and I like it when a show gives me that moment. Oh bloody hell, that explains yeah. a lot. Yeah, there's definitely been some twists and turns mm. throughout these first first two episodes, and I do wonder whether it's gonna be another one of these ones when we get to the end of the six episodes and go needed more. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I did. I did love that the bit where he caught summons the power, uh, and yeah. all, all the acolytes just all step back and think, "Oh shit!" Yeah. They clearly know what this is going to be like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and I, I found that that whole thing of him kind of having magic, um, a bit of a surprise as well. Yeah. In that I'll that terms, obviously, we've the, seen the color of connection. It. Yeah. The colour of it is the same as the likes of um, Agnes. Yeah, exactly. So there's definitely going to be a tie-in somewhere here. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... so mention of, um, of the, the, the god in... Um, of God of sorts in um, Black Panther. I can't remember yeah. the name. Oh, Basat. It's the same colour again. Yeah. Yeah, and well, one of the we'll talk about it in episode three. There's a Wakandan link in episode three. Yeah. Um. So we'll talk about that when we when we get there. But do you guys want to add any more? To yeah. What I've, uh... I I I think they they certainly up. I think the comedy quotient was even more in in, in the second one without yeah. really ruining things. That that yeah. that fight that fighting you made was absolutely. It was brilliant. It was also visceral and scary. 
and funny all at the same time. I mean, the yeah. bit where the wife just gets pulled across the road, up the road by the jackal, I winced. Yeah. There really was some... Harsh. But yeah, like, there's some real nasty moments. <laughs> yeah, when it when the jackal picks both of them up, yeah, flings her against the wall and him against the car. Mm. And it's like, oh, that's that's quite nasty. Yeah, yeah, and that, I think that's where it's going. I think this this more mystical horror side. I think that's where it's heading. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. One interesting I picked up. I think is it on the end of this where, where we we get that location jump. Um, yes, and then some people have picked up in breakdowns is that we possibly see a third character in that sequence at the end. Yeah, that, that that's a third character that we see the lie in there. Yes, that's that's the rumor. Mm. With his bloody shirt off, showing his pecs and his smooth. Um, and again, <laughs> we'll talk about that a little bit more on episode three, I'm sure. <laughs> Good git. <laughs> It's a bit too hairy for my liking. <laughs> Damn you and your physique. <laughs> but yeah, no, any, anything else? Just say yeah. no. It's, in fact, if, if it had been a longer show, those two would have worked really well as a top double opener, actually. Yeah, that we've had yeah definitely. Yeah. Because um, they're, they're almost thematically and tonally, they're very similar episodes for the most part. That there's, there's big chunks of comedy. And getting the yeah. story done out and, and, and expanding. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's just, I, it, I cannot wait for Wednesdays to come round at, at the moment of these, three, these episodes we've had so far, just for that, because that, that's my highlight of a Wednesday night now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I certainly agree. It's, it's a straight, straight to watching. I actually, weirdly, I only watched these episodes once when they started. Normally I'll, go through them a couple of times when they first come out but because I was away I only kind of watched them once until I watched them again this weekend to, to make my notes on but that's not indicative of what I feel about the series so far it's just because of the situation I was in that I didn't have a chance to watch them again yeah yeah um so Josh have you got anything else you want to add before we uh, well, I'm, move on. I can't I, again with the first as with the first episode. I can't really add anything more to what you said. I'm I've I massively look forward to the Wednesdays, like you guys said. I am, um, and I've I've watched a couple of breakdown videos this time because I'm not as clued up on Moon Knight as I am with other Marvel yeah. or just comic book characters in general. So. I want to learn more about it. And as I said, when we were reviewing Eternals, like mythology and things of that nature are like massively up my alley. Like I'm really into things like that. So, and but Egyptology, Egyptology, I should say, um, is not something that I ever really looked at, even when I was in school. Yeah, okay, I learned about movies and stuff, but that was just because what you learned as a kid. But Egyptology-wise, I know next to nothing. All I could tell you about Egyptology is stuff that I've learned from horrible histories as a kid and um, stuff that I've watched on Moon Knight now. And yeah. Yeah. so I've gone and watched these breakdown videos. But what I've found very strangely with some of these breakdown videos is that when they come to actually give the proper review of what that particular person thought of this episode, they absolutely raved about the first episode. And then when they got onto the second one, they were like, no, it's crap this series has just instantaneously gone downhill and I'm like, am I watching a different show to these people? Like, I'm no. absolutely loving, especially that second episode. 
I'm loving this series from week to week. I just, and I, the, the six and this is, the, is not enough already, and we're only halfway that, that through. Thing has rubbed up one or two the wrong way, sadly. Yes. Yeah, and, and this is the problem. It's just a bit of fun. Yeah, yeah, and this is the problem with kind of mainstream media. Uh, not to to go into deep details, but it's like reviewers gave like the new Fantastic Beasts forty percent. Get the people that have actually gone to see it. It's sitting at eighty odd. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 critic scores and audience score. It's just rotten tomatoes, basically. Yeah, and it's that's why. Just... Like, ever since two thousand sixteen, and I know it's a con- this is going to be a slightly controversial thing, but I enjoy Batman vs Superman, and it is the lowest rate or one of the lowest rated DC films of all time. But I thoroughly enjoyed it, even the four yeah. the three four hour cut that was later released a year later, and but the audience rating for that film is massive compared to the critics because yeah. but if you think about it it's all about proportionality because critics are like you know one percent of a population of the first world yeah and the the audience are like the basically the entire population of this planet so the proportionality of percentage reviews yeah. are going to be so different so i don't understand why can't you just add both of them together or just yeah. do what the audience think because the audience and, and are what matters the- the th- thing with media is that they like to make a splash, don't they? They like oh, to make a yeah. point. That's, that's how they sell their papers or get their yeah. clicks if or they whatever. Just re- but... If they reviewed everything well, then they'd never get anybody to visit their website or read the paper or magazine or anything. So they do it. Yeah. Even if they don't feel like that's their real opinion, they will still say it. And that's what I feel like with, with Marvel. Depending on who they, they give get to do the reviews because somebody else in the office will have a different view on it but it wasn't their yeah. like review yeah. of it so yeah so they're only it's... ever really indicative of that person's opinion as opposed to the organization that's supposed yeah, to... see that, that and that's why i have completely stopped um reading reviews for films tv shows everything i don't care if i want no i want to watch something based on one trailer I am going to watch it and I am going to watch that entire series, that entire film, whatever. I yeah. don't care what anyone else thinks. If I come to a point in that series or film and I go, do you know what? I'm actually not enjoying this. I'll either yeah. stick it out to the end or give it a little bit of a chance or I'll just it's switch it off. To read them after and to see which... which. Oh, yeah, the... read them after, fair oh, yeah. enough, because yeah, that's, that, that's comparing that, what you thought to someone else. Is, yeah, or, yeah, I agree with that. And, yeah. Yeah, but that, that I, I said to you guys a while back, didn't I, that I've completely stopped watching trailers for things um, unless it's something I'm interested in and I'm a bit wary of and I'm going to see based on the trailer whether I actually want to spend my yeah. money to go and watch that in a theatre. But it's the same with um, breakdown videos. The last breakdown video I watched was for, uh, let me think back, I'm pretty sure it was What If?, because obviously we were looking for all kinds of Easter eggs and what it was yeah. probably leading to in the finale, because What If was one of those massively left-wing shows where literally anything could happen. So, But yeah. I stopped watching breakdown videos for everything that I watch on telly nowadays because it just takes the fun out of it. I'd rather just sit and watch and go, oh, my God, that was fucking brilliant. But the reason I did it for Moon Knight was obviously because... I wanted to be a bit more clued up on the character going forward. Yeah, it's Easter eggs and stuff. I watch them for mostly myself. Yeah. See, I've even stopped doing it for that because um, I can pick out the majority of Easter eggs 
But then also, I'll go on Twitter like two hours after I've watched an episode or something, and there'll be all kinds of people reacting to it and people going, oh, did you see this? Did you see that? And the ones that I don't see are more than likely on Twitter. So I don't bother with breakdown videos for that reason as well. I'm not a big Twitter user, as you know. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, And it's the thing is, you you follow what the the media say sometimes, and they'll rave about something, and you watch it, and you're like, why? I've watched a yeah, couple of yeah. couple of old series that I kind of avoided at the time because they were such a big, big thing. And I've tried to watch them, and I've just sat there and I've gone, well, what was all the fuss about? Yeah. And I'll give you two examples, and someone might crucify me. Um, <laughs> Always Sunny in Philadelphia, couldn't stand it. <laughs> Tried it. Uh, Parks and Rec, couldn't stand that. Uh, interesting. And Breaking Bad. Oh, okay. That is quite a controversial. Oh, wow. I've tried watching Breaking Bad twice now and just been like, no, I can't. I can't do it. Just just not entertaining. Yeah. But then other yeah, ones that I've gone back to. Moment, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. It, other... um, I mean, we're, we're getting sidetracked a bit here. I watched the first episode of Peacemaker a week or so ago. And it was all right, but it wasn't the drop everything and watch it tell you that everybody was telling me to do. Yeah, it's <laughs> taken me weeks to get through it. I have to, uh, I have to be honest. But anyway, um, we're getting <laughs> Yeah, but then other shows that people have raved about, I go and watch and absolutely love. Like I met, I love how how I met your mother. I, I fell oh, into yeah, that yeah. only like six months ago, and and watched the whole thing and can't wait for the sequel series to start. Um, so. You just have to make your own opinion. It's not It's not worth reading into reviews these days, I don't think. No, no, I'm completely with you on that. That's right. Watch the episodes, then come back and listen to us moan about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but we that's the thing. We don't moan. No, we can we, no, we, no, pick we, a... we pick stuff apart, but at the end of the day, we praise a good 90% of everything yeah, we review. We, we pick apart the bits that we've liked, for yeah. the most part. Yeah. 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 The, um, the only things that we've given massively bad reviews to are things that we've have been out for donkey's years and have been regarded for a long time as like poor yeah. comic book, movie, TV show, whatever properties. And we've gone, do you know what? For a laugh, let's take a, a week's break and go and review that and just like kill an hour and watch some shit on the telly. But even then, norm- normally we find something good in it. I think we're just even positive we people, guys. Yeah, we are. <laughs> uh, and I like that. I like that about us. We're, we're the positive podcast. Yeah, definitely. So, <laughs> once again, well, thank you very well, much. It helps <laughs> when you've got me going to watch Morbius for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, thank you very much, guys, for joining me again. No worries. We will be back next week um, with episodes three and four. Um, once four comes out like, later on this week, and then we'll be two thirds of the way through. That's mm. that's really sad already that we're we're halfway through of the episodes. Yeah. Um. So, but we're only a few weeks weeks away from uh, Multiverse of Madness. Finally. Hey. Um. So, looking forward to that, and yeah, we'll definitely be recording a review. Yeah. Um. We'll be recording a review of that pretty much straight away. I would imagine. Um, so thank you very much listeners for joining us once more and we will see you on the next episode for episode 3 of Moon Knight